This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group, and today we're talking with Joy Pritz, Chief Privacy Officer in the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. In your presentation you just gave at the HIPAA Summit, you revealed the launching of a new study on the feasibility of offering patients more granular consent so that a patient could uh, give consent for sharing some but not all of their patient record via an HIE or whatever. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about why you're doing that study and what the end result will be. Currently, federal law requires a patient's permission to share information that is related to substance and uh, alcohol abuse treatment. The information, once it flows, cannot be shared again with another healthcare provider unless they get the patient's permission again. And that's called the uh, Substance Abuse Confidentiality Regulations. And many states have similar laws that deal with other, what we would usually classify as sensitive health information, like um, information related to mental health treatment, information related to HIV test results. So the challenge has been, how are we going to be able to follow these laws in an electronic environment? What we are interested in, uh, what the, uh, the uh, HIT Policy Committee recommended that we do, is do some research into that. Uh, there was a, an all-day hearing last year that looked at cutting-edge technology for facilitating patient consent. There were a number of issues that were identified at the end of the hearing as next steps, like developing ontology or, or looking at uh, standards for, for sharing the health information. So we're interested in following up on those recommendations to take the next steps to allow people who use electronic health records and who transmit their information electronically to comply with the law. So the end result will be a report that describes the feasibility of in electronic records enabling a patient to consent to the exchange of No, of we're, we're not really looking for a report. We're hoping that we can develop or I, we can identify some standards to, to, that would be useful in this area. Standards for making this happen? Yes. I think that we're a little bit beyond the report stage, and we're really looking to see some action forward. Will stage two criteria for the high-tech electronic health record incentive program include some new requirements regarding uh, privacy and security, such as the Tiger Team recommendations? I cannot imagine that meaningful use stage two will not include some privacy and security requirements. Too soon to tell what those will be, any of the specifics? Yes, it's way too soon. <laughs> The process here is that the Tiger team has made some recommendations, but there will be an entire package of recommendations that will come to ONC for meaningful use criteria from the whole HIT policy committee. And uh, so we'll have to wait and see what that whole package looks like. What's the status of the joint ONC-FTC report to Congress on privacy and security requirements for personal health records? It's progressing. We had a uh, roundtable last December on, on PHRs and related technology, which gave us a lot of information. We have a, a draft of a study that incorporates that as well as other external 
information, uh, including work that NCBHS has done, some work that FTC has done, and we continue to work with FTC to explore these issues and to finalize that. We're hoping, and uh, I always hesitate to give a date because it puts a lot of pressure on us, but I'm hoping that we will be able to get a report to Congress this year. Just finally, what advice would you give to folks that are adopting electronic health records in hopes of gaining incentives about the most important steps they can take to protect the privacy and security of that digitized information? First is they really should conduct a risk assessment and see where their, their vulnerabilities are. Uh, even if you're a very small organization, it doesn't have to be that complicated, but there are certain like, basic things that people should not be doing, like writing their passwords on yellow sticky notes and, and leaving them on the computer. Uh, they should do training of their personnel because the only way people will know what they're supposed to do is if you train them. This is not something that necessarily comes naturally to people. They, they do not practice security on their home computers. So to do this in the office will be something new for them. Looking at the list of breaches that HHS has compiled over the last year, it's pretty clear that you need to protect your uh, software and your hardware from theft and loss. And the easiest way to do that is to encrypt it. Well, great. Uh, thanks, Joy. We've been talking today with Joy Pritz, Chief Privacy Officer of the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.HealthCareInfoSecurity.com.